now let's get information. I slay. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you call all this conversation. Always stay gracious, best revenge is your paper. Welcome to the Vagicine Podcast. It's Vanessa here. We're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. And today we have Tiffany Janae on with us, who's going to be talking about Yoni eggs and all the amazing things that she does. Hey, Tiffany, how are you? Hey, doing good. Thank you. <laughs> um, so do you mind introducing yourself? Who are you? What do you do? Sure. Um, I am a woman who hated her job and decided to find out how to make a living off of being myself. So about 10 years ago, I created a lifestyle brand. And I did so so that it could mold against all the different changes that I made in my life so that it could consistently keep growing with me as I grew and I wouldn't ever have to be boxed in. Mm. So over time, I've been able to develop some products. Um, My main product is Young Eggs, and I work with crystals. I do consulting for people. I travel. I give my opinion. And that's about the gist of it. Awesome. Awesome. So... You said yoni eggs. What exactly, for those who don't know, what's a yoni and what's a yoni egg and what got you into into them? So yoni eggs are crystals. First of all, yoni is a word for the sacred space, the vagina, um, and then the eggs are the actual crystal parts. So crystals are these ancient beings from the earth. They've been part of our grid, part of our holding our frequency for a very long time, mm-hmm. and they are living beings. They have a lot of wisdom bestowed inside of them. So we take those eggs, and, or those crystals, carve them into the shape of eggs, and then women are able to actually insert them inside of them. If they so choose, and they can bring that into their womb space. Mm. But just by bringing that sacred shape of the, the crystal and an egg into your life is transformative. So you can pull from the ancient wisdom that is inside of the crystals, and then as you start to uncover your own wisdom, the crystals are programmable. So you can add that information onto there so that future generations can access the divinity that we're uncovering within this lifetime as well. Mm-hmm. So they're used as a tool to help women tune into her power, because in our society, most of us have never really been taught about developing a relationship with our womb. Mm-hmm. And so you see that manifested a lot through the problems within the female genitalia area. So we have a lot of cancer in that area or fibroids, heavy menstrual cycles, miscarriages, things like that. Mm -hmm. That is just stored energy. So it just helps for the woman to be able to have a tool that she can go to that begins to enlighten her to the fact that she has something very powerful inside of her. And the more she tunes into it and polishes up that, the magic and the energy within that space, the more that she can align with, her purpose or her own power. Awesome. So I think what got me interested in this topic, I mean, I've bought a Yoni egg from your line and I just got one for my 30th birthday from a best friend. And I mean, (laughs) I've always been in, you know, just, just exploring new things and, um, you know, finding out like how to, you know, something that I learned was, you know, Yoni eggs are great for, toning and for muscle and for kegels and I think it was Regina Hall actress who had gone on I think it was Conan or something like that late night show 
And I started uh-huh. um, getting like questions about like, well, what's a yoni egg? Tell me about it. And, you know, so I started getting questions about it. And I think she had, I guess, brought it a little bit, quote, to the mainstream with that interview. So what I, you've been doing this for a while. What got you interested in, in, in this work and um, really empowering women through yoni eggs? Well, first of all, I'd just like to say that um, our company provided Regina Hall with her very first Yoni Egg. It was uh, really exciting for us to see her on TV and be so sparked by it. Yes. Um, But outside of that, I got into Yoni Egg because when I was in my early 20s, I started studying about womanhood, and Mm -hmm. I was going through some transitions then, becoming a new wife, and I wanted to learn about what it meant to be a wife, to really fully embody my own womanhood. Mm -hmm. So I started studying about feminine energy, and one of my teachers at the time was telling me that, um, you know, you had to get a yoni egg. So Hmm. I went to Google, I started looking them up, and at the time there was about three companies that came up with yoni eggs, and none of them had actual e-commerce websites. They were all ran through a blog. Hmm. You had to email each of them and just go off the list that they had of, you know, these are the different eggs that they would have. And so I went through all of them because I was trying to buy one for myself and a gift for a girlfriend. And I emailed all of them and was like, hey, I'm interested in this one. And every single one of those companies took several days to weeks to respond back to tell me that they didn't have in stock what it was I was asking for. Uh, I see. So I would go back and forth with that process. And then eventually it was like a month of time had passed and I still never got to order an egg. And I just started speaking out to myself like, you know, this can't be the only process. If these eggs are so powerful and they they do so much for women, yeah. this can't be the only way that you can go about it. Like, these, these companies can't be the keeper of it, and I don't feel that they're properly servicing the public. So mm-hmm. I said that as my intention, and um, I continued on my journey, and I happened to find some. Like, someone just found me. And then from there, I kept digging and digging, and I found the source, and I started selling them through my Facebook and from once I, I launched it on my Facebook, it was like hundreds of women started reaching out to me like, hey, I heard you have the yoni eggs. My friend told me, and can you help me? Can you get one for me? And then that just started it. And so uh, eventually that led me to launching, being the first person to launch an e-commerce website dedicated to yoni eggs. All right. And then, yeah, and then that grew, and we started servicing thousands of clients and expanding out. And then from there, about two years ago, um, I became the first company to form an actual branded uh, Yoni Eggs and have them packaged, professionally packaged, so that they could go out for distribution and be something that presents beautiful to the woman. And along my journey, of course, when I first started out, I was just student trying to find one too, and then the source kind of found me. But I've never put myself in an expert position to say, like, I know everything about them, because while I was able to service my community with them, I also still too with studying. So mm-hmm. that has taken me on an expansive journey to not only become practical in the business aspect of it, but to also to devote myself to my own self-improvement and to learning more about the female genitalia and about the womb space and about my own power so that I can become more of an educated guide to the women that are finding me. And that's just kind of taken over my whole life. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm a full-time servicer of or ambassador of the mineral people and helping them with their mission to just reach women worldwide with this precious jewel. Wow. So I heard you talk about, you know, womb space and 
Regina Hall's interview was talking about, you know, how she uses hers for Kegels. Same, same with me. I don't, I don't use mine as often as I, as I'd like. Like I remember watching your videos and being like, all right, I'm gonna do this and not really taking the time. So it's really on my list of things to do to like take the time and, and really, um, do the work to, um, with them. But for those who don't know or are interested or kind of curious, what are the benefits of using a yoni egg? Like, where should we start? Well, there's a couple different schools of thoughts and ways that you can go about it. Mm -hmm. So you have a physical aspect and then you have the metaphysical aspect. So metaphysical is actually, that's my, that's my world. That's where I get the most out of it. Okay. And with crystals, so they have a frequency, they're a living being, and they have, when you read a, a crystal book or you go and read the descriptions of what this particular crystal or stone or rock can do for you, you're reading basically their accolades, what they have accomplished in their lifetime, what they have mastered. Mm -hmm. And it's similar to going on to, let's say, LinkedIn and you read someone's uh, resume on there, you know, like this person has studied here, they take this job. So that gives you the impression that they've mastered or they're on some sort of expert level within those particular traits. The same thing with the crystals. So if you were to hire that person or bring this crystal into your life, you're basically allowing that energy to come into your space and to transform the energy that you already have going, for mm -hmm. them to change your environment with whatever they're an expert at. Okay. So crystals are doing that same thing. So you're bringing it into your space just by welcoming it in, even just by bringing it into your life. It's automatically going to start changing the frequency, the vibration, and raising things up. Okay. Because that is the level that they play on. Mm -hmm. And so by bringing it into your womb space, the womb space is where all creation comes from, where we cultivate life. Not just human children, but actual everything, like manifestation, goals, dreams, visions. All of that is cultivated within that sacred space. And you bring this crystal into that sacred space. A lot of women have trauma stored into there. So you have like a darker, or let's call it a, a lower frequency of energy is vibrating within that space. Mm -hmm. So that might have come from some sort of trauma, molestation, abuse, um, verbal abuse, you know, whatever that trauma is, is a lower frequency stored within the world. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do the work to actually raise that frequency, then eventually it manifests into dis-ease of some sort. Okay. And so you can help to bring this crystal into the space to just help change that frequency. Okay. Now, the crystal in itself isn't going to be, it's not a magic pill. So you don't, let's say a woman's dealing with fibroids and she hears, um, yoni eggs can help with fibroids. It doesn't mean, from my knowledge, it doesn't mean that you could just take this egg, put it inside of you, you have fibroids, bam, you're cured. Mm -hmm. What's more so that it's going to do, or what I've seen it do, is that you're aligning with it and saying that I want to, I want to do something better. I want to raise my frequency and I want your help in this way. So what it does is it brings situations to you for you to be able to do your own work to heal that. So maybe you have fibroids because you have unresolved anger or um, you haven't forgiven something along that sort. So what the crystal can tend to do to you for you is put you in situations to where now you're going to attract an opportunity to where you can take a different approach towards whatever that unresolved issue is. Okay. Maybe that's eating something different. Maybe that's saying some different words. Maybe that's staying a little bit longer or leaving a little bit earlier. 
I don't know, it's going to manifest in different ways, but it gives you the opportunity to approach a situation from a different perspective, a higher frequency. And what I've seen with my clients is that it tends to change everything about a woman's routine. So she wants to now spend more time with herself. She wants to journal. She wants to eat better. She wants to work out. Mm. She wants to use her tongue to speak more healing words. So it starts to really transform her whole world and environment. That's on a whole metaphysical, energetic space. Okay. On a physical level, you uh, because of the weight of the crystal putting in inside of you and it's sitting on your pelvic floor, it's going to trigger you to contract and, and tighten so that eventually you're developing that muscle. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get the tightness in the vaginal walls, which has been known to increase pleasure, strengthen orgasms, um, help you with developing more fluids down there. So like squirting, becoming more wet, developing more of your own natural lubrication. Uh-huh. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I um, I remember looking at, you know, your website, and I think I either ordered the red snakeskin or the rose quartz um, at the time, because for the red snakeskin, I believe you had something on there about, you know, productive energy and bringing energy to your life, which I still need and I'm still working on. Um, and then the rose quartz for the love and loving, like just having an abundance of love all around you. Um, if someone is starting to, you know, wonder about crystals, wonder about yoni eggs, is there, do you feel like there's a certain crystal that they should be looking at? Is there a certain size of yoni eggs? Do they vary in size for different people, for different things? Okay. So, um, as far as then which ones to order or to get, it's all about your own journey. I so see. you have to decide where you're at and what it is that you are ready to conquer. So I couldn't say, like, some people will say, oh, you absolutely have to start with the Jade Eight. Yeah, um, i And then other that. people will say, oh, no, you absolutely have to start with the Rose Quartz. Mm-hmm. I'm not one to tell the person what they have to do. Like, to me, I feel like you can make your own decisions. And you have to decide what it is that you're going to work on. Yeah. I can't tell you, oh, you have to start with the rose quartz if you're not ready to start working on forgiveness and mm. love and femininity. That mm. might not be where you're at in your life. You might be wanting to tackle something else. Like, no, I want to work more on masculinity and things such as being more productive at work mm. and getting jobs and making more money. That's where I'm at in life. That's okay. what would really help me. So you have to just resonate with it. It could be from just how it looks. It could be from a from a vibe, how it made you feel. Mm. Or it could be from an intellectual attraction of like, oh, I read all about this and, and that's exactly what I need. Mm. As far as in size, uh, my company, we have one signature size at this time that I've been using for the whole time I've been in business. And it's considered in industry standards about a medium to a large. And I've developed that size because I tend to be working with a lot of women that are either beginning their practice or they still are along that side. Okay. Um, but the size that I've developed, it, it helps women, whether they're brand new or they're experienced. Okay. So, yeah. So I noticed that there are drilled eggs and there's non-drilled eggs and... <laughs> and some people recommend different ways to start putting them in. What do you think is the, I guess, I mean, I, I know that there's different things for different folks, but what do you think are the pros and cons of each? So I've actually 
already been in this business for close to 10 years, mm-hmm. and I have not ever sold a drill egg okay. until this year. I finally just got some that I'm going to be offering with my new collection. But uh, the non-drilled eggs, what I learned over time is that they don't have a hole in them. So you can't necessarily control the the, the exit of it. Mm. So what was happening was that the women were putting them in them, and uh, theoretically, you could just pop it out. You could squat down, you could pop it out, or you could just use your muscles to pop out. But mm. every once in a while, the egg will find a crevice inside of you to where it's, it's tucked so tightly up in there that it's not budging. It's not going to come out. Wow. And what I found is that it's important to journal along with the journey. Mm. Whatever your intention is that you set before you put that stone inside of you, and then journal the experience that you're having the feelings that you have when you can't get it out, what's going on in your life, how does that align with the intention, how are you showing up to fulfill that intention that you set for yourself, Mm -hmm. because there's a communication that's happening, and it's not that it's stuck forever and that you can't get it out, like you could, if you put enough effort for it, you could get it out, but some women have uh, used that as an opportunity to kind of release control. What I find as women is that we often want change in our life, but then we want to micromanage how the change is done. Mm-hmm. And if we were so good at micromanaging things, then we probably wouldn't need to be seeking out other tools for change because we would just have it down to a science. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to give your power over to something else and to say, hey, I'm trusting your expertise to come into my life to help me with changing this, you have to relinquish control and allow it to do its thing on its time. Mm. So... That's my preference with the non-drilled eggs. With the drilled eggs, I find that they're helpful in the sense that you can control the exit. You can also take a string and tie it to the inside part. And then with the string that's on the outside, you can tie some sort of weight to it, like, say, another small rock or a pencil or something like that, mm-hmm. so that you can then do cable exercises, like standing up mm-hmm. and adding a bit more resistance on there. So then as your vaginal muscles, you can like use that as a way to measure how strong your vaginal muscles are becoming. So then you can increase, let's say, you go from a pencil to um, a teacup, you know, and then mm-hmm. maybe like when you first start with lifting with that teacup, it slides right out. Mm-hmm. But then eventually after doing your cables, you can start to hold that in. Mm-hmm. So you can witness your strength developing that way. And it's also really good for my clients. I have some elder clients, elder women that use the eggs really as a medical tool to help them with, with um, like, peeing on themselves, you mm-hmm. know? And mm-hmm. so they they don't have time to mess around with all of that. It stays in until it comes out. <laughs> they want to be able to control. It comes in and it comes out when right. I say. Right. So it helps in that aspect, too. Wow. So, I yeah, I see I see the video that you made where you were like, calm down. If it <laughs> if it's in there, let it take its time and giving some tips. So I think, yeah, I definitely think that's a concern for some people. Um, would you recommend putting it right side up? I guess the, the oval shape, the the I guess the original oval shape of an egg, just putting it just straight up. Or do you think you should put the the more I guess the rounder side in first, like what, how do, how do people insert them? Well, I was taught that you put the, the, the rounder side in first, okay. but I'm not sure that it, it really matters. Okay. I think that every woman's body is different and it's really up to you. Like, uh, I don't see, 
I haven't found a hardcore scientific reason why the larger skin would need to go in first. Mm-hmm. So, and then and myself and wearing them in both different ways, like I don't, I don't feel the difference. So, if you're dealing with a drilled ache, then of course you have to put it larger in first because it says smaller in is usually where that hole is at. But so you're going to have to have that closer to the, the exit point. Uh, but yeah, I think it's all about what you want. Oh. This is, I mean, this is so, so interesting and so good. Um, and I think about these, the, these processes because before I got a yoni egg, I got like, um, I guess, it, I guess it's the equivalent of like a Benoit ball that I, that I just bought from a random store. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just work on these muscles. I got it. And what I ended up doing was I just popped it in there put on my underwear, went to work. And this was a day for some reason that I decided to park like five blocks away. And as soon as I hopped out the car, it just went bloop and just, (laughs) I just dropped in my underwear. And for five blocks, like people are trying to say good morning. People try to ask me for directions. And this weight is just like sitting in my underwear. And when I went, got home, like I finally, I went to the bathroom, hurry up, got to the bathroom, took it out. But when I got home and I was telling a friend about it, she was like, that's not the way you do it. Like, you got to start at home first. You got to be relaxed. You got to do it at your house. And then when you start, like, getting stronger and stronger, you know, you could do all all these excess things. So I think for me personally in my practice, I'm like, okay, Vanessa, calm down. And I think that I think also that contributes to what you're saying about doing your own work and just like pacing yourself because I was like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. These muscles are strong. I could just do this at my 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 desk at work. Like this is not going to be a problem. But my body had other plans. My body was also uh-huh. like, girl, you ain't got it going on like that. So <laughs> so when it comes when we go on your website on Organic Blood. We get your, we, we find a yoni egg that we feel resonates with us and we're ready to, you know, start. What, what do you think are some first time tips? Uh, well, I sent out a pamphlet that has like all of the use and care information mm-hmm. and tells you where to start at, but it's something that you're bringing inside of you and it's an actual living being that's going to affect your energy. Mm-hmm. So with any other living being, like, you don't typically just meet somebody and then, like, let them put themselves inside of you. Mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you take the time to develop a relationship with them and understanding a communication of some sort. And so I recommend that you do the same thing with the yoni egg. Like, take your time. Get to get to feel its energy out and align yourself with the idea that you're putting an egg inside of a rock inside mm-hmm. of you, you know, mm-hmm. like the whole thing is strange and so you should <laughs> take your proper time to like go through and, and find a process that feels comfortable for you. And when you establish that rapport and that trust with its energy, then you can, you can take it to the next level and bring it inside of you. I think I got all my questions out, but I had a listener question. Are you, okay. up, are you up for it? I have Camille, and she sent me a question. Um, A lot of folks were super excited that you were coming on. Um, And she asked, what stones do you think are good for sensuality and tapping into your femininity? Okay, so sensuality, I would go with red jasper. Okay. Because it's a, uh, so red jasper is just one of those, like, 
flat room type of stones, you know, it, it totally, when I think of Red Jasper, I think of an environment that's like a boudoir, mm. and it's just like, like higher frequency of sexual energy being exchanged in there, and it's a lot of passion, a lot of like root chakra grounded in stability, because I'm stable, because I'm grounded in, then I'm free to be my most sensual, sexual self, right? Mm. Um the next one I would say would be Carnelian because Carnelian is another one that's just full of like fire and passion, but that one specifically focuses on the sacral chakra, which is the actual center of our sexual energy. And then for tapping into femininity, we would move up the spectrum and we would go with Rose Quartz, which is a heart chakra. Uh, she's pink, she's soft in essence, and all about feminine energy. Mmm, nice. All right. Thank you. Um, The second question I received um, comes from Shauna, who's a psychotherapist and um, a huge fan of your work. And she asked, and I think this falls in line with what you you were saying as far as doing your work. Say that someone's using a yoni egg and, you know, different feelings come up for them and or they're trying to work on some deeper um, seated issues. Um, do you suggest that person getting therapy? Do you suggest what other forms of other healing modalities would you recommend using it, um, in, in, in unison with the egg? Well, off top therapy of properly nourishing yourself mm-hmm. and finding out what that means. Mm-hmm. So I'm a huge proponent. Like anybody who knows my work knows that I'm always talking about the importance of diet and proper nourishment. Mm. And I think as a society overall, we're malnourished. And many of us have never been taught what it means to actually feed yourself. Mm -hmm. And we're eating dark energy on a regular basis. And so if you're bringing things into your body that causes chemical imbalances, that causes moodiness, that throws you off your kilter and brings in sickness and dis-ease, then it's going to be really hard for you to find like, to to deal with stuff from a, an empowered position. So I think that the first thing is checking what you, what you allow to come inside of you and take up space, what you allow to feed off of you. Okay. And so as you in, ingest other living beings, those beings then ingest you too. It's this cycle of energy eats energy, right? Mm-hmm. Or energy contains energy of something. So totally finding, and, and that answer in itself has taken me on a journey to where 10 years later, I'm still intensely studying food and making changes to my diet. It's, mm-hmm. I, from my experience, it's a never-ending journey mm-hmm. of finding out what works for you because, like, what I used, say, eight years ago to help cure me from something or to align me in a particular way, if I were to eat those things today, it would make me sick. It would bring down my frequency. So it's all about staying in alignment with yourself and just being very honest and I think that cleansing and fasting is a great place to start so that you're resetting your palate, you're resetting your energy, mm-hmm. and then you can start adding things in and be so in tune with yourself that you can feel when I take a sip of this particular thing within this amount of time, I start to feel this way. When I eat this food within this amount of time, I notice that it makes me feel this way. And when you're honest with yourself in that way and you're in a space to really want to honor yourself, then you'll make the changes that's necessary. Oh, okay. Like, for me, I love wheat. Mm-hmm. I love donuts, pizza, bread, 
anything made out of wheat, I love it. But what I found for me, uh, but let's say wheat and soy, because I used to tear up tofu, and that was like my, my health food. I was mm. eating tofu instead of meat. Mm-hmm. But what I found for myself is that, for one, wheat throws off my my hormones. Mm-hmm. So does tofu. I noticed that after I ate soy, that my mood would instantly take tank, and I would become really mean-spirited. Mm-hmm. And I would be moody, and I would be, like, just irritable. Mm-hmm. And as much as I enjoyed eating that food, I found that it was irresponsible for me to, for one, do that to myself, and for two, for me to do it to the people that I inhabit space with. Because now it's not their fault that they have to deal with the moody, rude, mean-spirited me because I chose to eat something that tasted good to me, but yet it's bringing out these emotions. So I had to take responsibility for that and change what it is that I eat. Mm -hmm. And then with wheat, it was breaking out my skin. And then, of course, like, skin starts to interrupt with comfort. It starts to disrupt vanity. And so then that that affects my Mm self-esteem, again, affecting my mood. So I had to choose to make those decisions to be like, okay, I'm not going to eat these things anymore because I now realize what the direct result it has on me. So, and that's been the greatest therapy. And from that, that's taken me to many other healing modalities and seeking out therapy in all different kinds of directions just from me being in tune with, with that portion of it. Oh, wow. Awesome. Um, wow. This was a lot, and this was so good. <laughs> There's so much great information <laughs> here. I am, I am going to go back and go to my yoni egg now. You've You've got me there because, yeah, for me, I, I, ha- I got one for my birthday, which I, I haven't, I haven't like, taken the time. And I think, like you're saying, um, they're in the space, um, and, and I, I haven't taken the time, the proper time, to sit down with them and, and figure out like, what I'm trying to manifest, etc. And um, I think I'm inspired to, to start that, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so the last question, well, no, two questions. I always forget about the last, last question. Uh, where can we find you? Are there any upcoming events? How can we support your work? Yeah, so you can find me. My website address is yoniaggs, with the plural. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the S.com. So com, And also tiffanyjanae.com is where you can find a list of my schedule. For my upcoming events, I have a webinar coming up that launches June 25th called The Woman of Influence, and it's a mentorship program, a four-part mentorship program about how I grew my social media following, developed that into a six-figure business, and all of the different trials and tribulations I've went through over time. Um, I also have a manifestation, three-moon manifestation course that I have enrollment open for now, where you can work with me for three moons, and I teach you how to manifest in alignment with the moon cycle. Hmm. And then as far as in a physical event, in February, February 15th through the 19th, I'm hosting a retreat in Maui, Hawaii, that's called um, Money Magic Retreat. My partner is Ariel Lauren, who is a Harvest Business School graduate, and Hmm. we're going to be talking about finances, about the magic of the land, about... Uh, different elements to help with aligning, bringing some practicality and some magic to that financial abundance area of our life. And it's all for women. Every night we have a different goddess theme to dress up for dinner. We're going to be going on 
adventures around the island. So there's a lot of great stuff there. But you can find all of that stuff in TiffanyJanae.com or YoniEggs.com. And I'll put all that in the show notes. That's awesome. So I think just, just to back up on what you said, um, and hearing a lot of what you're saying about the metaphysical aspects, I think you said that you're doing, uh, um, the, the one-on-one in alignment with the moon. What's the significance for those who don't know, what's the significance of doing things in alignment with the moon? What's the significance of the moon, especially as it relates to this topic? Well, the moon, just like all of the, every single thing has an impact on us. Mm-hmm. And the moon is one of the greatest ones because it's, it's feminine. So it's aligned with our emotions. And it's constantly going through the same cycle every time from full moon, full moon to new moon. It's going through the cycle and then everything in between. Mm-hmm. And each one of those cycles represents a different emotional pattern that it pulls out of us that we can align with. So when you align your your intentions, your manifestations with the new moon, which is basically when it's the darkest out, uh, and all darkness, like life is created in darkness, mm-hmm. you know, so, and following that pattern and saying that there is no moon light typically shining on us, it's the darkest universally, then you can start to plant your intentions on that day. Mm. So there's a lot more to it. Manifestation is another big aspect of my business. I've mm. been teaching it for a very long time, have traveled around the world hosting workshops and have watched people take what it is that I've taught them and, and unlock some serious things and being able to be more of a creatress, the commander of what it is that you want. So there's a lot of, a lot of good information within that course. Awesome. We're excited Thanks. to follow you with that. That's amazing. And thank you for thank you (laughs) and thank you for that overview. Um, Before you leave, you know we really appreciate you taking the time. And I know this has been like weeks and months in the making. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me and sharing all these great tips today. Um, But before you leave, um, you know we're on Vagisteam and Vagisteam is the concept by which we build I believe that if one builds the confidence of and in their vagina and of themselves they um, have better sex have better self-esteem and are better able to conquer um, conquer the world and conquer a world that tells us that we're not good enough so how do you build your Vagisteam? I build it through constantly checking in with myself and going to those places inside of myself that I try to hide away mm-hmm. and shining a light on it. So to me, that is like my, my feminine essence, my entire being. So that takes me on a journey to do lots of things to just continuously honor myself and develop the underdeveloped parts of myself. Ah, yes. Um, I, yeah, so I do that through not working a job that I hate, um, <laughs> only taking on projects that I actually feel good about. Uh, I do it through food and, and my diet, uh, through the relationships that I keep. And most recently, I've, I've developed myself in a way to where I have these really strong, powerful players around me mm-hmm. that are my accountability players. So I have a mentor that I check in with every single week, and we set goals, and we set standards that I then hold my own self accountable to, but I know at the end of the week I'm gonna have to talk to this person and he's gonna like hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, so that takes 
takes the privacy away from my life because I spent a lot of time being very private about my goals mm-hmm. and holding my own self accountable. And that got me to a very far place. But mm-hmm. now I'm in a spot where I'm dealing with like some, some really deep rooted stuff where I'm like, I need other people outside of me that can make sure that I'm not running away from these things and that I'm actually standing and developing them. Yes. So constantly staying on myself. All right. Thank you for that. That's amazing. You're welcome. You have great energy. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Oh, stop. Thank you so much. I really, that means a lot coming from you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, we're at the end of the show. Uh, Tiffany, Janae, I really appreciate you being on with us. We're going to check out your work. We're going to follow everything that you're doing. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you for being on with me. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. All right, everybody. So you just heard Tiffany Janae from Organic Blood, and we were talking about Yoni Eggs. Remember to follow me um, at Vagisteam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Send me a note. Send me an email at Vagisteam at gmail.com and remember to download and subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Um, and remember to, to rate. So hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.